Hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. Conversations with inspiring business people throughout the three counties of Herefordshire, Worcestershire and Gloucestershire. And now it's time for today's episode. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, hello and welcome to this episode of the Thriving Three Counties podcast. I'm Dan Barker and I'm here in the studio with today's guests. Their business, based in Malvern, provides a full complement of offerings based around three pillars of health, well-being, movement and nutrition. They offer a plant-based kitchen, a studio with a full schedule of movement classes and an ethos around helping everyone in their community to thrive and improve their lives. The business is called Rise and the mission is to help everyone find true happiness through their health. They are Molly Collinson and Love Coles. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> really well, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having Good. us. No worries. Thanks for coming over because you're, you're busy people. At the a little bit, just Very. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and thanks for persisting as well, because we had a couple of uh, reschedules, didn't we? Mm, we did, Over yeah. the last few months, but yeah. we, we made it and we yeah. got there in the end. Glad to be here, so, thanks. Uh, yeah, thank <laughs> you. And coming on your day off as well, that's uh, yeah. pretty good of you. Is it one day a week off? the moment Ish. at the minute <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. one or two if it's a really good week yeah, yeah. right okay yeah. what's the aim <laughs> we'd like to have two really, yeah two yeah. would be ideal i guess yeah yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah it takes a while doesn't it um mm-hmm. so your your website just get that out there first is rise to dot health yes that's yep. right. so people can go there and find all your everything that you're up to which is is quite mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. by the looks of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um how did you sort of end up in Malvern? Have you always been from Malvern or uh, no? I didn't think so. No, we, <laughs> I mean, we're from opposite sides of the country. Oh, yeah. uh, me, Molly, was originally from Newcastle and Love is from Plymouth. Oh, right, Devon, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Proper, proper other sides. Yeah, of literally. We met in the middle in Birmingham, literally. Right, um, okay. Worked together for a couple of years. And yeah, when lockdown hit, we kind of thought let's utilize our skills and let's just start something so originally we started online um like right. online coaching for people um okay. nutritional and movement and then yeah when we came to Malvern um so we only came on a couple walks to Malvern um and then it was you yeah. wasn't it who kind of light bulb moment. yeah yeah I think because um with our backgrounds being very driven women um we were always finding ourselves in the city. Um, mm-hmm. So I lived in London for th- three years and then Dubai. Molly was in Newcastle, moved out to the States for football. And then right, we met okay. in Birmingham. So we're always kind of in this hustle environment. Okay. And as great as that was, it was just missing something and that's the space to breathe and actually relax on your days off. So right, okay. during lockdown, I think it definitely gave everybody time to just reflect on what they're doing and why they're doing it. and. Yeah, we just kept going to Malvern and fell in love with the place and the people. Everyone yeah, yeah. is so friendly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's less like hustle, you know, stab somebody in the back. It's more like, <laughs> let's help everybody thrive. And that's what we're about. We want to really help the community that we live in. So yeah, yeah. having the opportunity to then move to Malvern and make our online business into an actual premises was just like incredible for mm. us wasn't it oh, cool. we didn't we had no plans to do that within the space of time we did it no it's definitely gonna be yeah. a bit further down the line but yeah. we just thought let's just go for yeah. it, just go for it yeah. Yeah. when did we move we moved to malvern um 21? march 21 
and then right. it opened the doors officially this year, February 2nd. Okay, wow. Yeah, so okay. we moved quick. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think the kind of lockdown stuff had that sort of effect on people, didn't it? Massively, Just thinking yeah. like, life's too short, let's crack on and do something that mm-hmm. we've always wanted to do, yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's how it should be, really, shouldn't it? So what were you doing in Birmingham before? Um, we, um, I was a personal trainer and okay. um, had an, I've got a nutrition, sport nutrition background as well. So I did okay. my master's in uh, sports nutrition at Loughborough University. So okay. it kind of worked well, like in helping athletes to improve their performance as well as people who just wanted to be healthier and, and uh, yeah, and get fitter and uh, move a little better. Um, and then you love you were working at the same place doing yoga and pilates mm-hmm. weren't you yeah right, so okay. my, yeah my background was dancing i was a dancer until i was 26. okay and then i fell out of love with dancing and right. i was like right okay where do i go from here right. and yoga was something that i always did from like the age of 19. And oh, then, really? yeah i was like one of those i was like right drop everything let's go to bali do a yoga teacher training <laughs> <laughs> live out the dream and then, yeah, I came back and my sister was at the gym that Molly was working at and she said, okay, do you want to get a job here? I was like, definitely. So that's how both of us met. Mm-hmm. I was doing the the yoga, the more relaxing Pilates, reformer Pilates, and Mol was helping people out with their um, movement and nutrition, okay. personal training. So, okay, yeah, cool. that was cool. So um, <laughs> was a sports always been your thing since you were... Uh, yeah, since adult. I was seven. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much... It's kind of like what I was my main focus. Like I wanted to go all the way and then had a couple of, uh, yeah, new story. Cause I, I ruptured my ACL twice. Oh, so gosh. I had to, the, the surgeon was like, yeah, you can't. When I came back from America when I, well, I was in 2017, right. I ruptured it and then I got back rehabbed it and then at the trials oh yeah and then I trialed when I was in Birmingham, I wanted to carry it on. So I thought, oh, maybe I can work and then play alongside it so I trials for West Brom um so this is football yeah okay, so you're playing pretty high level yeah because what you're doing to, in the states as well yeah okay. I got a full scholarship out to this East Tennessee State University so oh, okay. um studied and played football and oh well yeah came back I was training with Sunderland um at the time and ruptured my ACL and didn't really I was in the middle of going to do my master's degree at Loughborough and right so it was quite a hard transition, but that year I kind of focused just on my studies and wanted to really just get my head down because I've always been interested in my studies. Um, so it was thankfully it was something to fall back on when I couldn't play yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah, I trialed at West Brom and then that when I'd rehabbed it back, it ruptured again. On the actual trial. Oh. On the trial. actual trial. Oh. Um, I was like, <sighs> and I thought it's just a sign. Yeah, it's I was going to say. It's just yeah. a sign that I need to take my... <laughs> Yeah, my work or knowledge somewhere else and just help others through that as right. well. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, you were, so, so, growing up, you were sort of good at school and good at, yeah. good at sports, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sports was definitely more than the education. When, when I was younger, anyway, definitely. Um, mm. And then as I grew, uh, grew up more high school, college, that's when I thought, actually, yes, I'm quite interested in. But it was more about learning about the body more so, and uh, like, okay. that's where right. the sports nutrition came along in physiology because I thought well if I can help my performance as an athlete my own myself and just study that then I'm going to actually help on the field yeah um, yeah, yeah so yeah kind of in, uh, into 
intertwined quite a lot, which, yeah, I loved, I loved learning about a lot. Yeah, definitely interests me. <laughs> nice, okay, okay. And, and, and how about you, you love you down in Plymouth? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what, what were you into as a kid? Was it kind just of the same, same thing? Just dancing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. Um, dance, dance, dance. Um, <laughs> my mum said, like, the first time she put a Michael Jackson um, song on the radio, I just started to bob. And it was just from there. <laughs> it was from the bob that I just kept dancing. And dancing was, like, my outlet. It was my way to express myself without right. having to, like, talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it, yeah. So... From the, yeah, from the age of six, I took it really seriously, like training three, four nights a week. And, oh, then, wow. and then it got competitive. So I did a lot right. of competitions. And then um, I went to uni, uh, Kingston Uni in London, right. and I actually got offered a job. And that's when I decided to go into the dance industry. So, right, okay. yeah, what I did, did that. What did you do in the, in the um, dance industry? Many, many, yeah, <laughs> many, many different styles of dance. Um, yeah. I was really fortunate with the opportunities that I got. And then especially when I went out to Dubai, because um, the dance industry out there was fairly new. So there was only right. about 10 of us. Okay. I got to dance with people like J-Lo, Jason Derulo, oh, um, yeah. just um, things like the horse races. We'd open up the show and just crazy, crazy things. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, out of this oh, well. world. And it almost seems like a different part of my life like it wasn't part of my life but yeah yeah so what those guys have kind of come out on tour and then they'd need some backing dancers yeah 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 so yeah okay so you don't tour around with the same people no 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 not all the time i think it depends if they're doing like a particular show whereas when the artists were coming to dubai it was more like a one-off performance like a shake had a birthday party in a big mansion and he wants j-lo to perform or (laughs) can you can you dance with her please like just crazy (laughs) crazy stuff yeah. Wow, okay. Is that yeah. a bit like, because um, sort of professional musicians, you always hear that they, you know, they'll, they'll be played through a piece or something and then they'll basically get it and then they can go out and perform it, you know, within an hour. Is it a bit like that kind of thing when you're yeah. professionally dancing? Yeah, and um, sometimes it wasn't choreographed. Sometimes it was right. literally just show up and just move to really? the music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was weird and wonderful. And the costumes were just insane. I got so many injuries from, like, the outrageous <laughs> things that I had to wear. Really? Like, Many times I wore two left shoes, um, <laughs> shoes that are two sizes too small. It's like, that's the like not so glamorous side of dancing. People right. always see it as like, oh, showgirl, like, wow, you wear all the feathers and like the, you know, yeah, yeah. the strictly kind of outfits. Um, but there's definitely like a darker side to the dance industry as well. So, right, okay. yeah, when I started to lose the passion of performing, that's when I knew I had to change career paths. Yeah. Right, okay. And that's when you came back to the UK. Yeah, and, that's when and, I came back. And went up to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So um, you're both obviously sort of operating at quite high levels then. Uh, I don't, yeah, you never I see so. it like that, do you? No, no, I know you don't, no, you don't do you? Sometimes it takes someone to point it out yeah, maybe, yeah. but to me it seems like both pretty high levels because, you know, yeah, you're yeah. obviously doing almost semi-professional yeah, football, I Yeah, I think I if it was, well, with the women's game as well, that was the frustrating thing at the beginning because as soon as I stopped playing, that's when it massively went up. Oh, so right, like, okay. well, you know a lot of the girls in the England team. Yeah, don't you? so yeah. I know Beth, who's doing absolutely amazing right now. Mm. Beth Mead, she's smashing it because she used to play for Middlesbrough and Sunderland, and when right. I played for Newcastle, so we had right, a little bit of a okay. mini rivalry. When we played. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jill Scott, who is doing amazing now as well, she's online with celeb now, isn't she? But um, I know her really well, so she used to coach me quite right. a bit. Um, yeah, out of quite a few of the girls. So I've you're actually with. playing for Newcastle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so also in Newcastle. 
Newcastle. There you go. <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle. Um, yeah, well, I grew up in the Newcastle Centre of Excellence from quite a young age, like 10. Okay. And then went all up to the under 17, 16, it's one of those. And right. then went into the ladies team before I went out to the States. So I kind of okay. was brought up in the academy and right, yeah, okay. that was the aim to go full because um, I, too numb. yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I had, I'd, that's the dream, isn't it, when exactly you're living you in that go. part of the world. Yeah, and I played, <laughs> I had a few English national camps as well, where I met a few of the professionals now as well. Right. Um, it's like Mary Earps, Nikita Paris, I had, I played with them when I was at under 17 England camp so right, okay. yeah it's definitely that's definitely the... high level more <laughs> <laughs> so your, your your parents were obviously very supportive oh they of, loved it uh, yeah I think they really yeah missed that kind of because it was almost like part of their life really they, mm. they were great at supporting me they'd come to all the games and mm. uh, they loved it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Were, were they big football fans as well especially my mum my mum my, my brother I love it so they really? always uh, were always keeping up with the the, the game um, do you miss her now or oh or yeah you, massively I you? think I miss that it's so it's been a nice part of a team with obviously you you almost they're your family you're with them yeah. all the time um, and yeah the competitive side I love that and yeah I just used to I, well I still would love football but I've kind of taken my passion a little bit other places now um, yeah, yeah yeah it took a while to really um, <laughs> yeah settle in and think oh what is it actually I wanted to want to do um and yeah it was hard for a few years because um if it's all you ever know and you don't really know yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's that it's a part of you it's like oh football is me what am I going to do without it but then you've right. got to realize actually no you you can do anything you want to do so that's kind of was when, that kind of a hard transition to oh, let go massively, of that massively yeah. it's even now it's still hard sometimes to like think oh, I wish I could be playing but equally I love what I do now so because yeah, yeah so like grateful. you say it's your identity isn't it you are exactly. Molly the the footballer yeah, yeah kind of thing yeah. but yeah I guess kind of uh, yeah I suppose to an extent uh, not on the same level but mm. I kind of went through that leaving engineering and going into to yeah. this stuff because you're kind of like I'm an engineer so I think you know not yeah, quite exactly. cool it's yeah, <laughs> similar kind of thing isn't it you've got Definitely, to let go yeah. of something that you've put so much time mm -hmm. and effort into but then it's kind of realizing that that's okay it's not wasted exactly. is it because yeah. now you're you're using it but bringing in yeah you exactly know, that's the things. best way of thinking about it yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah how about you love do you miss the dancing or yeah um so uh when i decided to leave um i was actually going through an eating disorder so it was something oh, right. that i was dealing with for about 10 to 15 years of my life right okay. probably closer to 15 yeah. and um yeah it was a huge because my identity as a dancer was more around image um okay. yeah. so when i started to step away from that and you know i wasn't wearing the makeup and the costumes and i was like well who am i when i strip all of those layers off mm. like who who is love <laughs> what does she want to do with her life yeah. and that's when i just started to really go into my yoga practice and meditation and um, mindfulness practices and yeah, really like the spiritual essence of who I am came forth. Right, um, okay. I never thought I'd like bring it towards a business because, you know, it's only the last few years that like spirituality has been something that people have made more into a business and, you know, yeah. you can generate income <clears throat> from it because, yeah, it was just something completely wasn't on my radar when I was a dancer, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. it's, um, yeah, quite like a um, self-absorbed, um, industry 
uh, in a sense, because a lot right, of the time it's more yeah. about the way you look rather than your skill, which is quite sad. Yeah, no one's cool. kind of um, sort of sitting down and having in-depth conversations with you. It's more like yeah. you look the part yeah. for this, so you go <laughs> up on stage and put those shoes Two left on. shoes on. Yeah, squeeze into the, <laughs> yeah. the small left shoes and, yeah. uh, and get up there and do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So you kind of used your practices that you'd been doing for mm. a while and, and that now you teach to kind of really find like who you were and, and, and what you wanted to do in order to move forward. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely, yeah. But of course I miss dancing and it's only recently that I've started to allow myself to dance again because I associated with that old person that I used to be. Mm-hmm. So now um, I'm doing like a, a monthly, um, it's kind of like ecstatic dance. I don't know if your listeners will have heard of it before. What's that? No, I haven't heard of it. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's essentially <laughs> loads of people come into the space, all different ages, sexes, like there's no age limit, nothing. Um, right. And essentially we put on a playlist, which um, me and my um, dear friend Dana curate together. Right. And um, it's free flow movement. And right. you just really allow yourself to express how you're feeling. And it's not about the shape. It's not about the way in which you move. It's the feeling behind it. Uh, and okay. it's, it's really like, yeah, ecstatic. You feel like a child again. Like you can right, really okay. play and let loose. Yeah. You just go for it. So yeah, I'm slowly style. starting to allow myself back to dance with a new kind of mindset around it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's really freeing yeah, cool. actually. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. I'm just thinking yeah. like. I'll sign you up for the I, next one. I look terrible to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mole's the you same, don't, don't worry. I haven't got myself to it yet. Yeah. So. Really? You're not, you're not much for dance? Not though? really, no. no, no. no. I just Football feet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two left feet. No, I was actually pretty both-sided, really, but yeah, not, not a dancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you still play any football? Or? No, similar to you, I kind of almost associated with a, like a hard time. Not I loved it, but it kind of takes you back to some dark times and that kind of thing so it stopped me for a while and I just completely shut myself off from football but I've started like yeah being get like watching it a little bit more especially the girls game Mm -hmm. like I think I actually prefer watching them at the moment Mm -hmm. just because it I just yeah I think I feel almost on that same page like I feel so happy for them that it's it's at this stage where they can do it for a living yeah Um, yeah, yeah. so yeah I've enjoyed watching that um I think I'd, I'd like to get to a stage where I'd like to go and do it for fun. Yeah. Again, I've still got to be careful because um, my knee's not 100%. Yeah, um, sure. But that's the only thing that would stop me, I think. If I, if I didn't have any kind of injury, I would definitely be going, even yeah. if it was for fun. <laughs> uh, but I'm just a bit reluctant at the minute because I don't want to re-injure Yeah, anything. yeah, especially when you sort of start your own business and you think, actually, there's quite yeah. a lot of stake if I can't exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. get up the next day. To, so I've just got to, to be cook. a bit smart about that decision. I feel yeah. like you could set up a walking football team or... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, it probably is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. a thing. Well, yeah. oh, there you yeah, go. Really. Add it to your list. But yeah, every now and then, <laughs> I like to do a bit of running with, even if it's just on the field, just a few little running drills with the ball every now and then, right. just to keep my feet going. Go in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, <laughs> Never cool. Know. Do you think you'd uh, like if you if you did kind of go back to it? But do you think you'd be sort of like properly going for it in terms of competitiveness and stuff? I'd probably not anymore. <laughs> you know, I do. There's part of me that would love to, but I yeah. I think now I could settle into it and just enjoy it, even if it's just for a kickabout with some friends. It's, right. I yeah. think I'd enjoy that uh, just as much now. 
Yeah. Maybe you could uh, sort of bring the two together and do a sort of football dance. Kind <laughs> there <of> you go. <laughs> that would be interesting. I think that would be a very hard... Uh... Yeah, I'm terrified of flying balls, so... No, a good combo. No. Okay, yeah, a bit tricky in your high heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Fair enough. Okay, so... So you get to you get to Birmingham. What's that? Twenty eighteen or something? Is it? Oh, nineteen. Was it twenty? Well, I was eighteen, but you. Got I came in twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's twenty nineteen's like weird to me. I think because of like everything that happened. I keep finding things that I did in twenty nineteen, and going, "Whoa, was that only in twenty nineteen?" Yeah, yeah. Like before, like all this craziness kicked off, it's and then quick, um, it? it seems Somewhere. like ages ago, doesn't it? But um, it's not okay. So. So you both get there, obviously independently from mm-hmm. your own uh, your own journeys. Uh, by the way, I'm so, so slightly annoyed with myself that I couldn't detect your accent because when you came in, ah. I sort of I detected a slight accent, and then yeah, now yeah. it's like it's more Newcastle, not Sunderland. By the way, just yeah, absolutely. Funny, well, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Fairly yeah, listeners, yeah, there, you've got to distinguish the two. <laughs> <laughs> complete, complete. You're a posh Geordie, though, Mark. Fake Geordie. Yeah, no, posture. just a posh one. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why do you say that? Well, just like it's more of a new, I think you're a lot more neutral and when you had like when we go back to Newcastle you can really hear the accent I love it but yeah, yeah I can definitely tell that Mole's like does what? it come out more when you get home and probably yeah a little bit yeah, like, yeah start saying <laughs> well, if I've had a glass of wine or two then it's like yeah it's <laughs> straight out then <laughs> can you still manage to go out just wearing a t-shirt in the winter up there or have you oh, sort no, of softened that's, up that's now? the posh fake side I'm oh, still right, a baby yeah. when it comes to cold so <laughs> yeah. yeah no definitely not <laughs> oh. okay so um, so you're, you're both teaching at, at this gym mm-hmm. then and you're, you're doing the new nutrition and yeah. personal training and everything and you're doing the the yoga side of things and everything and then I guess the the government comes in and says mm. you're not allowed to do that anymore and you think okay what we're we gonna do yeah mm. and you've been chatting by that point about sort of ideas and yeah yeah things so we threw some ideas together but not with the expectation of it happening that soon but then I think yeah. when lockdown hit we just thought why don't we actually just give it a try and like utilize both of our skills into a business because we both had very similar visions for what we actually wanted to do strange it was weird it was like pretty much the same obviously Mm -hmm. your um your attributes are different to mine but they still work together as Mm -hmm. a holistic approach which is then when we came up with the idea of Mm -hmm. the whole what what was your vision at that point then i think like um i'll say like probably when I was about uh, in the transitionary phase, like 25, 26, before I left um, the dance industry, I was I 25, I think I was. Um, I changed to a vegan diet. Um, okay. And I always had this dream of like, oh, it'd be really nice to have like a cafe and I could do like sh- healthy shakes and like healthy donuts <laughs> and things like that. And um, I had like a Pinterest board. Um, right. You know, everybody loves a Pinterest board. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then honest. like when I met Molly, and um, we sat down together. I, it was during lockdown. I noticed that Molly was always in the kitchen and how much fun and creativity she was having. Right, I okay. was I was on the back end loving it because I was getting all these like delicious, healthy <laughs> treats. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, but like, that's when we like thought, oh, maybe we could bring that food en- element in with like Molly's like, you know, personal training, working with athletes, things mm-hmm. like that. Her background in like nutritional knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then my more like spiritual aspects of like yoga, meditation, etc. And that's mm-hmm. when we conjoined the three. So it's almost like the science and the spirituality joined to create the 
the movement, the well-being, and then the nutrition as well. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. gotcha. So that's like yeah, how we kind so. of came with the concept mm. wasn't it the yeah. ideas start to form and then so yeah. so what you took it online first of all did mm-hmm. you so how did you go about that we just kind of started we were really lo- well i say lucky but i mean yeah but well very grateful anyway because a lot of businesses obviously struggled in lockdown but we we did really well didn't we is just mm-hmm. starting up online i think it's just what people needed they needed something to focus on a little bit of movement and mm. so we yeah just kind of marketed ourselves advertised online um and yeah we were having we had our weekly pt in the park with some clients (laughs) um obviously because you couldn't go to house like households Mm -hmm. that was a bit later down the line obviously Mm -hmm. not when it was officially uh, to begin with it was just everything was online Mm -hmm. so we'd um give people certain amount of plans so they'd we'd assess it every week for them and okay. to bring it back whether it was nutritional wise because some of them were just nutrition focused or some of them were or programs three. where mm. they wanted the mindfulness approach um mm-hmm. or the uh movement side because they wanted a little bit more help with oh, sh- how many times can i what can i be doing when there's no gyms about um mm-hmm. and as well nutrition's a massive factor especially if you're a lot more uh, sedentary mm. like you people are a bit worried about what they're putting into their body. So yeah, we were yeah. able to help with that. Um, oh, we did so many fun live cook-alongs oh, for yeah, free as well. <laughs> I think yeah, that was yeah. huge, like the free advertising on Instagram. So yeah. we did a lot of like live cook-alongs and we did um, a couple of free classes. Um, Oh yeah, and um, we met our friend Josh from Vivo Life during lockdown as well. Right. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a vegan no, supplement no. brand. Okay. Right. Yeah, shout out to Vivo Life Protein. Um, you guys are amazing. <laughs> Love you so much. Um, we've been using their products for like I don't know since the beginning. Before, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> it was during lockdown, and I saw that they were getting um, some of their like a- uh, athletes, you know, brand ambassadors to do free classes. Okay. And I've seen it post onto the Facebook group. So <laughs> this is something I do all the time. Um, and I saw it said, um, Josh, um, and I clicked on his name and then it said CEO of Vivo Life. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, well, I'm just going to send him a voice note. So I got on Facebook and I was just like, Hi, Josh. Um, you don't know me, but love what you guys are doing. And um, me and my partner, Molly, we just set up a new business and we'd love to offer you some free classes for like all of your customers. And yeah, we've been friends ever since then. Really? And like, yeah, really I think, friends, I think yeah. that really helped us as well. Like just putting ourselves out there and offering free things for people. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you sort of market things at the beginning? Because presumably yeah. you're sort of now at home yeah. with an idea thinking, got to get it out to the world <laughs> yeah. somehow. So what's your yeah. first the power of, well, power of social media. Yes. The yes. pros and cons to it. There's yeah. definitely a lot of cons, yeah, but yeah. Um, it can be a great way to network, network, um, make new friends as well, yeah. and yeah, learn a bit more about the industry as well. So, like, um, we met a few good friends off of because mm-hmm. um, we were living in Mosley at that point in Birmingham, and like part of like the Facebook pages, and we got to meet people, and mm. it, I think word just spread as well. Yeah, and it can be right. great for that. Uh, so I think that's how we initially started, didn't we? And being yourself, I would say mm. that's a huge part of marketing, yeah. to just yeah, be yourself. Yeah. And when you're authentic, it allows people, it gives them the permission to be authentic as well. And then mm-hmm. you you build that trust a lot quicker. Mm. So, um, yeah, I feel like when we were posting on the Facebook pages or like on Instagram, you'd always know that it's, it's Molly and I speaking mm-hmm. through the language that we 
we'd use yeah and sure. it's more personable and less like businessy you know so i feel <laughs> like let us not yeah. i know we've got a business but we're just not business yeah, <laughs> yeah. businessy isn't we're not like weird either, but... boardroom type people no, high yeah, heel think... pencil skirts that's not us so. I think people, get a bit, people get a bit hung up on that sometimes don't they yeah. thinking that like if they're going to put a post out they've got to speak mm. in a certain way and be a certain way but mm-hmm. yeah i think i think you're right like you just go on there and be yourself and that's going to connect mm-hmm. with the right people yeah, yeah, and the yeah people that don't like it don't like exactly, it doesn't matter yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but exactly. Were, you, were you guys uh, sort of self-employed at the um sports center or were you, you employed no we were time? employed by the business mm-hmm. right, um, okay. but when that stopped and we um then had we got you had your knee surgery that's why you stopped working yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that was right. when i had my knee surgery so it was a bit of a tricky time so i had a few months where i just i couldn't work um mm. so that's when i start that's when we started together but then i also got just like a part-time job um nothing to do with my career i think what was my part-time i was working yeah in a cafe and that's yeah. how it started right. <laughs> so i'm just telling you all this it was meant to be so obviously i had worked in i think i worked in starbucks when i was in america many years ago um yeah. So learn the basics, but that was keeping me part time. So it kind of, I think it was just meant to be, really. Right, um, and yeah, that was yeah. like the, yeah. yeah. So and you I, weren't you weren't sort of like completely like without an income mm, for a bit and not, thinking right, we've got to hustle this. I was you when you had your knee surgery, you couldn't work for the first like two or three months, yeah. and then you got the job. I was still working at Gymshark. So after right. the after the place that Molly and I were working, I was working part time at Gymshark. Right. So okay. I was doing classes online and yeah, stuff, exactly. and we'd sometimes uh, go mm-hmm. in the studio. But again, it was part time, so mm-hmm. we had that space for both of us to come together and collaborate mm-hmm. and just share ideas and cook and eat. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see how this is working. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. She's, she's great at obviously because my career ch- it was well still not a career change. I still do that, but. Going in, I got my, um, during that time, I got my vegan chef diploma. Okay. So I'd never even thought about ever getting any kind of cooking experience. It was just, yeah. just something I'd not really thought about. Um, obviously, I had the nutrition background, but it wasn't only until you actually. Yeah, I said. And I know now, it's just because you wanted all the good food. That's probably why. <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I just thought, why not? We're in. We've got so much time at the moment to do it. So it was with the Vegan Chef School in London. And yeah, it was great. Right. I learned a lot from it. Mm. And yeah, I just kind of thought, like, I really, really love this. Like, it was almost almost like mindfulness for me. So right. it was like cooking felt more of a mindful task. I really focused on what I was doing. But equally, like, I could use foods that I know that are actually beneficial for the body as well um, mm. from the nutritional theory side. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of fell in love with cooking and it went from there really, didn't it? And mm-hmm. then we, that, that was like the add-on to what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. <laughs> so, so you get this thing going a little bit online, you're on social media mm-hmm. and you start to pick up a few paying clients, I guess, as mm-hmm. well as doing all the, the free stuff. Did you start it as a kind of uh, membership type thing then or was it sort of paid paid classes and I think it was uh we didn't have a membership to start with no we didn't do a membership it was just um oh we did our first like program like a was it a four or five week program phoenix where it was like everybody had to get up at 6 a.m before work online like you see people like you know swiping off the dust from their eyes um that was our first paying program and then we had a few paying pt clients Um, but we didn't start memberships until we got the 
the yeah. actual premises in Malvern. Okay. Yeah. So how long were you doing the online bit then until you sort of thought, let's go down to sunny Malvern? Maybe and, about uh, a year and a half, two years? Or? A year and a half? A yeah. year and a half, uh, okay. I think, something so, like that. So yeah. a little while then? Yeah, yeah, because okay. I was still had my foot in with Gymshark and then Molly was focusing on her part-time job and this. So right, we still wanted you. to have the safety of, you know, yeah, yeah, which was okay. probably helpful to be in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you sort of built it on the side of, yeah. of, of what you were doing. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So did that feel like a long time? Because sometimes when people like thinking back to what they did, <laughs> oh, you're like, yeah, yeah and I, you know, I did that and I built this for two years and you kind of gloss over it, but actually like a year and a half is quite a long time when you're in it and mm. you're like striving to sort of get mm. that working and, <laughs> and all of that. Did, mm-hmm. did it feel like that at the time? And you kind of like... Were you wanting to get it going quicker? I, w- I mean, I don't know, but you probably wanted it quicker, I think. Cause it, but for me, I was just kind of rolling with the waves, really. I just kind of was saying, oh, what will be will be. But yeah. um, it definitely went quicker once we got on Malvin. Like, I didn't expect it to happen that quickly. Um, but yeah, it definitely flew by, I think, the whole of lockdown. Did it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Because, um, yeah, when I moved to Malvern, I just had a feeling this would be a place that we would set up. Right. Um, and I didn't know what it was about the place at all. <laughs> and I was just, I always get these, like, intuitive hunches to, like, if I hear a ping, I, I go and look at it. Right. So I had a ping of, like, Amy, you should start looking at, like, rentals around here. And I was right. like, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I met with this estate agent guy, and he showed us a place in Worcester. Mm. And um, I'll go back a little bit. Um, when Molly and I moved to Malvern, we, this is when we were starting to say, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could have a premises that did, you know, the the food downstairs and stu- like a studio upstairs. So, sorry, so you moved to Malvern before you sort of started thinking about getting a premise? Or, or yeah. You, yeah. Okay, so it yeah. wasn't moved to Malvern in order to no, get a premise? No, not at all. Okay, so you were still doing your online bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, still and to Birmingham, weren't we? Yeah, we were still ah, moved. Okay, I was going to Solly Hall, you were... Oh, Solly Hall. Well. Hall yeah. yeah. Right, okay, Crazy. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Before all the petrol prices went up, touch with <laughs> That was good timing again, Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we... Um, what was I saying? Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's all right. But, but yeah, you, you say you got a ping oh, to go I got and look and you met this guy. Yeah. yeah, we met him and he was, before we moved there, Molly and I were like, oh, it'd be really cool. And every time that we drove to work to Solihull, there was this little place on the corner of Edith Walk that had a two let sign and it was just the downstairs. And I was just like, ah, oh. <laughs> kept driving. You know, you drive past it every single day and just <laughs> notice it. There's something that like catches your attention. So when we met this guy in Worcester, he was like, I can tell this isn't the right space for you girls. Like, I've got a feeling that, you know, I know what you're looking for. And he said, there's actually somewhere in Malvern and the landlady's never done this before, but she's hiring out the bottom and the top floor as one unit. Okay. As soon as he said that, I knew where it was. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I know where this is. So we went and Yeah. yeah, that was it. We just... Not, a cl- not neither of us, any business training, nothing. We just went for it. <laughs> we were like, this is it. This yeah, is, this yeah. is our time. It's yeah. I don't know. The universe calling, you know, and saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is your moment now go for it. So do you have any kind of like family history of uh, people being self-employed or anything like that? Or? I think my sister, my sister used to be self-employed. Oh, yeah, she, she, did, she did beautician, didn't she? <laughs> but she's not, well, she's kind of going back into it now. Not beautician, a different yeah, thing, yeah. but 
Not really, only my sister, I think. So, so yeah, I, we... I phrased that like a doctor's question. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, what, what always interests me is like, uh, you know, why people, how people sort of go mm, down yeah, that route. Yeah. Because if you're sort of used to, you know, you get a job and you stay yes, in your exactly. job maybe all your life or, you know, like for 10 years at a time and you change job and you grow up with that, you don't always know that mm. being self-employed is even like an option. Mm. So I'm always interested, like, you know, why mm. or how you kind of came to the conclusion mm. that you, you know, that you wanted to do that. Was it just... Yeah, I think it... Driven? Just, yeah, maybe <laughs> just that driving us both mm-hmm. kind of thought, are we we would like to do things a bit differently to where we worked previously. And okay. then yeah. I think with both of our skill set, we kind of thought... We just believe in each other and we back each other up yeah, a lot. Yeah, that helps. Right. I, I think, think that really helps, having somebody to say, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just go for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, may yeah, make absolutely. mistakes, but that's fine. That's how you learn and that's how you grow and develop even more, so... Do you yeah. think you both learnt a bit of self-belief from your previous careers? Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would yeah, say probably. so. Yeah, yeah in different ways, I yeah. guess, because like the footballs, you, you've got to have some self-belief, I suppose, sure, to yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to try out for, for, for Newcastle or yeah, Newcastle yeah, definitely. <laughs> or wherever, um, you know, to actually go and do that, because mm-hmm. a lot of people might be like, oh, no, I'm not good enough to do that. Yeah. You've got to, and I suppose when you're doing the dancing at, at, at quite a high level as well, you've got to have some self-belief to go, yeah, I can dance with Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And I think, think, yeah, I think the thing I always refer back to is thinking like nobody, there's no like person who is of, like, we see this system as like a hierarchy when we were in business. Mm. But for us, we don't see that at all. Like every person is human. Nobody has superpowers. Mm. Like all it is, is you, you go to work, you learn and obviously put yourself out there but everyone's in this kind of rhythm of working learning from each other we all Mm. we've all all learned from someone so Mm. nobody's kind of better than anybody else all it is is just you've maybe took more time to learn a bit more either by reading or following someone's footsteps so I think that's what I always go back to and think just because someone might be doing better than you doesn't mean that they are better like they're a better person than you. So mm-hmm. we kind of always go back to that and think, just do what you enjoy and mm-hmm. just stay humble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't think, cause I think some businesses can think, oh my God, how are they doing that? And, and I think it's just from something that they've probably been passionate about. Obviously not every business, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's kind of the drive within us, isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Just wanted to, like. wanted to improve on what you'd seen and, and, yeah. and have a go at it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we really care about, we really care about people. Like, mm-hmm. we really care about people. Um, I think we have this very, like, sickness mindset mentality in the UK, in mm-hmm. the West in general. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you know, I'm not dissing the NHS or the doctors at all. They do a fantastic job. But it's always, like... Um, <laughs> instead of prevention it's like you get sick and then you go to the doctors Mm. rather than taking care of your health Mm -hmm. constantly Mm. you know Mm. so that's where molly and i really wanted to come up with something that it's enjoyable at the same time it's not like Mm. punishing like you have to go to the gym five times a week you have to eat this (laughs) do you know what i mean like we want to make it fun and colorful and light-hearted and people don't feel like oh it's a slog to take care of my health like it can be enjoyable Mm. so and actually, once you sort of start 
eating more healthily and doing those things, you actually prefer that to mm-hmm. like the rubbish food, don't you? Because you yeah. sort of feel the way it makes you feel. Yeah. Yeah. When you eat so when you eat like a nice a nice healthy salad, for example, you like get a buzz from it. <laughs> it's different to like eating a you know fried piece of old stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you feel hungry like an hour later. So. Yeah, that's it. yeah, it doesn't quite satisfy, no, exactly. does it? Yeah. And yeah. Malt, you'd be able to talk about this more, but like the the connection with the the gut and the brain. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what is it to do with the enzymes? Actually, it's it's not the brain and the gut. It's the gut feeding the brain essentially yeah, almost for like, like that good back, mood. Bacteria okay. in mm-hmm. there and. Yeah, and I mean, it's, a, it's quite a new... I, I couldn't go into a lot about the research because it is quite... It's only the past 10 years, I think, when they've massively discovered this and really went into it. There's not enough research out there any, at the moment anyway, but mm-hmm. that whole, like, if you feed your gut good nutrition and foods, then you, mm. your brain is going to be... Uh, basically, the bacteria is going to link with the brain and okay. the brain is going to have that connection as well with the gut. So, basically, right. if you're eating rubbish food... And you're going to feel rubbish that bad bacteria in the body is not going to be making you feel good mm-hmm. and yeah I mean this is a very complex area yeah sorry hours, I dropped you right in it there but, <laughs> but initially short story yeah you would um, it's almost like you eat good to feel good and yeah. again we're all about balance I'm not saying right you can you have to eat salad every single day and that kind of thing mm. like we 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 sell we, we sell cakes and stuff but we try to do it in a more healthier approach so not mm. having that full with sugar we try mm. to just have a, a balanced approach on that yeah, yeah 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 okay so I think everything's balanced isn't it everything so. <laughs> where, where do you stand on like because I, I, I I'm reckoning that you're gonna have two slightly different but probably meet in the middle on this yeah yeah like you know this thing of like you know everything's got to be proved by science mm. and things like <laughs> that I was thinking of this when you were yeah, thinking of yeah. that versus kind of I've noticed this stuff yes. and it seems to work <laughs> and, you know, w- yeah. where do you guys stand? No, it's really interesting you've said that because we've spoke about that a lot, haven't we? Mm. And my background science, because mm. with my doing my master's and studying from a long time, I've kind of like based everything off, oh, this is evidence-based. And mm. But since meeting you and kind of changing my career path as well, because you're a lot more the spiritual side in that sense of no like if I feel this way then that's what (laughs) so then exactly (laughs) so then now my uh, yeah I definitely think science it does need to be there because I think without certain factual stuff you wouldn't like it does need a period of time to research and have studies on it Mm -hmm. I think that's essential like even with illnesses like um like preventative approaches to illnesses like mm. you wouldn't know that without with that research down the line and approach but now I'm at a stage where I'm like no I definitely believe it's that middle middle yeah, part there's a little bit ground. of science but equally a lot of it is to do with how am I feeling because mm. nothing works for everyone like everyone mm. has an individual approach like and body exactly so and mind yeah, yeah. Mm. so we definitely are on that middle part now aren't yeah. we but we definitely I oh we have some science. good debates <laughs> 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 but yeah it's kind of made us have a little bit on both sides and find yeah, that middle, middle yeah. ground yeah, because sometimes it seems like there's not enough sort of um, given to just people being able to observe mm-hmm. themselves and feel, exactly, yeah. feel how they feel and work it out mm-hmm. from there. And it's kind of... Um, yeah. Sorry, Tom's computer's firing uh, <laughs> up in the background. <laughs> Hopefully it won't come through on the mics. No, um, yeah, OK, so 
you get the keys to this place. Have you got a plan at that stage, or are you just like walking like in? Like a plan. <laughs> we <laughs> got a plan. Okay. We um no, we got our business um plan together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just went for it. So we had like a little bit of help we had a builder in um we had one of our friends matt join us do them painting and stuff mm-hmm. molly did all of the menu concept um we decided to like the classes that we want to put out mm-hmm. there as well and then cool. it was just go and right. there was no set structure it almost feels like, like a glitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it like it was just did this actually happen i think it was just kind of like when you put your mind on something we just went for it and mm-hmm. i don't think my brain actually functioned yeah. it was just yeah. like yeah, let's just go <laughs> i remember just like look you know when you go into the notes section on your phone and you like see the list and the list just keeps scrolling yeah. Like, <laughs> it was that's what i remember yeah. just like have you done this have you contacted this person you know right yeah, yeah it was like that so it was very like although we we got the keys the end of november we didn't open till the second of february and that was a push i remember the 24 oh, hours yeah. before opening yeah. our doors was just crazy have. like yeah we couldn't have it couldn't have been a day earlier yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean to be honest we could have said it doesn't have to be this day of course you can yeah, it yeah. Can, we could have further in another few days but when you think of from a business point of view you want to obviously get income as soon yeah, as possible yeah, really because yeah. we were paying rent at that stage so we're like no we can make this happen but yeah i don't think we could have been a day earlier could yeah. we? <laughs> and how so did funny. you how did you start getting people through the door then when you first opened was this through sort of social media and everything oh, as we did well vip yeah. launch didn't we Oh yeah, we got some friends and family there mm-hmm. the week yeah. before. Um, that was the we day had... before, wasn't it? Mm, was it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was the, the day, day before. before yeah. <laughs> so the second, yeah, the second was like our launch day with like family and friends, and basically yeah. Molly designed the menu but had never cooked it all together. Yeah. So that day right. was just <laughs> madness, and she, you smash it every time. I put her like she gets put under pressure. <laughs> It's just insane the quality that she brings. And like, is that just you in the kitchen at yeah. this stage on your own? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And we lot, had Hannah yeah. help oh, us my as friend, well. My best friend Hannah from yeah. Right. Home, yeah. So it was the three of us in the kitchen yeah. and the cafe's full. Molly's never actually created the, the food on the plate. <laughs> But it was just amazing, and the yeah. feedback was so good, and it just gives you that yeah, buzz. Well so then the next day when you open and you're like, our first customer, I remember his name, Jack, came in. Jack, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> Thank you for being our first customer. But when he came in, we were just buzzing, like smiling, you know, because mm. when when you actually like have an idea and then you see it come to life and you just think mm. all of the time, energy, effort that you put in together mm. as, as a couple as well, you know, yeah, as, yeah, as a yeah. partnership, not yeah, just yeah. business partners, but... You yeah, just think, yeah. wow, like I'm, I'm really proud of us both. Yeah, yeah I still am definitely. today. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you've got to stop those moments because you forget about that mm. as well. And you kind of just, oh, what's next? What do we do yeah. next? But I think it's so important for us to stop and be like, pinch yourself and be like, oh, we've actually done really well, like the, yeah. what we've done. And um, not having any family or friends in Malvern. Yeah. Yeah, we just yeah, went yeah. for it. Crazy. Yeah, you're right. Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't often sort of stop enough and go look no, back, do we? I, I know I'm definitely guilty of that because I think we're always, as business owners, sort of thinking of the next thing and what mm-hmm. can we do next and mm-hmm. probably don't give enough time to, like you say, just go, actually, yeah, done all right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, cool. So that was, what, about nine months ago now yeah. as we record this, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so what, what, what kind of changes have happened over the nine months i think we've refined things a lot haven't we i think we started the cafe and it was a great 
great idea and don't get me wrong it was even for example like the food quality was really good but I think even that for my person like I've improved my quality in that sense like 100% like I've just practiced and practiced and put my hours into it and um, got people on board as well so we've got staff and um, that's massively helped us obviously taking the stress away Um, and yeah just thinking always coming back to um like given the classes it was hard at first wasn't it it took us a long time to get people through the doors mm. um and be regular um but we're definitely getting it to a place now where we're having full classes and we're like oh my god we need to expand which <laughs> is a story in itself we may yeah. be doing that as well so, <laughs> um, <laughs> um so yeah it just gives us a bit of hope doesn't it that mm. um when looking back We've, what would you say of the changes as well? Because we've had a few, haven't we? I think oh, adapting no. to staff changes yeah, as well. Yeah, I was going to say, like, mm. I, you don't realise what it's like having a business until you have a business. Like, the, the amount of, like, staff turnover, especially in, like, a cafe environment. Right, yeah, It's, yeah. it's a lot, you know? Yeah. We've only been open mo- nine months and we're, yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're interviewing now for, like, our sixth, sixth person. Yeah, yeah, You right. know, and we're a small cafe <laughs> and, you know, we're open seven days a week. But, yeah, mm. the staff oh, turnovers. Really seven days as well. Yeah, wow. yeah, seven That's days intense. a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when one staff member calls up sick, you know who's going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, got to be prepared. You just got to be prepared. Yeah, first year of business, you know, you've got to put your head down and just really push and go for it. Um, we've also, like, introduced events as well, haven't we? That's helped, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, introducing events has been fun because it just allows us to have more of that playtime again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mal's done, well, you just did a Peruvian supper club. We went mm. to, I don't nice. know. Oh, God bless you. Thanks, Mal. She um, she managed <laughs> the kitchen whilst I oh, decided yeah. to go to Peru for five weeks. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was a fun five yeah, weeks. Yeah, so that away. was a change. <laughs> um, but that yeah, Mal, Mal came out and joined me for the, the last week we were there for for 10 days and we did the salcante trek and got to try the delicious local food like just incredible and like vegan cuisine out there is like it's up and coming it's really is nice it, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah really um nice. so mol got inspired and then she was like i'm gonna do a proving supper club and you know i'm the one that's like <laughs> yeah do it like <laughs> so yeah Excellent. we've done like more and more events as well since opening that which has been yeah mm-hmm. fun for yeah, us yeah yeah oh nice mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. One of the things I uh, I noticed about your menu, which I really liked, is that like you don't have sort of you know sometimes you have like vegan and vegetarian menus and they have like the mm. I don't know the they, they call it like the chicken burger but it's made with yeah. you know like the chick chickpea burger yes. or something to make it sound like it's the chicken burger. Oh yeah. But yours yeah. are all like definite standalone. This is <laughs> vegan. We're not trying to pretend that we're like the same as a chicken burger or something like that it's Mm -hmm. just like we're a vegan thing yeah and i think is that intentional yeah yeah definitely (laughs) we i mean we don't do any kind of like fake meats at our cafe not that we're against them i think Mm. i've always said if someone's transitioning from a meat-eating diet to a vegan diet then it can be a great substitute for someone if they like i want to maybe i want to be do better for my health and the planet if i want to be a bit more environmentally conscious but they miss that texture of like meat, for example, mm. then it can be a great substitute. Mm. But for us, that isn't an issue with us. And we kind of want to show that eating like nutritious whole, whole foods, foods mm-hmm. is kind of, should be implemented into 90% of the diet really, or mm-hmm. 80-90% of the diet. And um, it can still be delicious. Yeah. It really yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah and absolutely. I think I enjoy that side as well because it gets me really creative and think of, oh, what can I 
do next like how can i pair certain foods yeah. with one another um mm-hmm. without doing using like the traditional like burgers and yeah, i mean we, yeah. we have one burger option on our menu but it's a bit different it's, it's not like it's yeah. used right. with tempeh and uh yeah that definitely i enjoy that part of it um yeah yeah, yeah. i have to admit like I, i'm not a, a a vegan as such really but mm-hmm. um i i quite often now we'll choose the vegetarian or vegan yeah, options cool. because <laughs> they put a bit more thought into all the flavors and you can get mm-hmm. a lot more going yeah, on exactly, kind of even yeah. in just a sort of standard pub or something yeah, than definitely. just like getting you the, the boring stuff yeah. <laughs> that, that, everywhere. that reminds me and um, we've actually bought you a little something to say thanks, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> this is like one of our best sellers from the cafe oh, wow. um, so this is this. our tahini pistachio cookies um, oh, wow. we've got you. one customer who comes in every day and this is um, she buys two every time she comes in so we saved you one back just in oh, case the last yeah. one today was you yeah. you're wow. welcome but yeah even and that's yeah, that made out delicious. of Thank you. like almond flour. I think there's maple syrup, tahini. Yeah, so it's a healthy cookie. Oh, yeah, nice. so it's, like, right. it's gluten free as well. A lot of our options on our menu are gluten free as well. Because oh. I know we get a lot of customers asking for gluten free options. So we just kind of pretty much the whole menu is gluten free, just mm-hmm. apart right. from a couple. We just substitute certain things. Just so. easier to just do it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just do yeah. it all like that. Oh, that's very kind. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, can I ask you a question then? This Thriving Three Counties podcast, mm. what does it mean to you to be thriving? Oh, <laughs> what does it mean to be thriving? Okay. Um, I think it's, yeah, I just feel very like grateful for having this opportunity to be part of um, like where we are in Malvern as well, but as mm. well as like doing it with my business and life partner as well I think um yeah I just feel great it just feels great that I can have that have the say in our business as well both of us can have that kind of look and say oh no I want to change something or we have that responsibility to be able to do it and Mm -hmm. follow follow that path really Yeah, um, thriving it reminds (laughs) me of our business rise thrive rise um I would say um, being in a community where we really care about one another and we're conscious about our planet as well. And by taking care of our planet, we're actually taking care of ourselves. To me, that feels like thriving Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. we come together and we really make an impact as a team. Yeah, that's how I feel. I think it, I always said as well, we we don't push veganism onto anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, at all even people who come through doors it doesn't matter if you're not vegan we just want mm. people to try it um but for us it i know from my point of view it makes me a lot more of a compassionate person mm. transitioning to a vegan diet because i'm a lot more conscious of what i'm doing with my body and the environment around us and i think right okay yeah. for that that like is a good example of like thriving for me I, mm. like, i'm the best i've probably felt in my whole life from yeah. just this transition if that right. makes sense so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool okay and in terms of the sort of business side because you said earlier you know you're not not businessy but are you kind of you're obviously you have to be to some extent to yeah, run a business yeah, course, yeah. are you sort of enjoying that side of it like running the business and yeah. not all the paperwork no. <laughs> <laughs> we're both like Ugh. yes and no there's yeah. definitely cons to it um, yeah definitely the admin bits were a bit like oh I've got to get this done but yeah, you can get someone in to but, do that yeah. <laughs> yeah but like the whole like having ideas and bouncing it off one another and then making it into reality like yeah it's 
it's really lovely to, I don't like the word control, to, but to be in that position to be able to create your own thing authentically yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Like, yeah, it feels really empowering. And that I think ripples onto other people as well. When they mm-hmm. see that you can do something, it then gives them the permission to, to say you could do something as well. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not that like yeah, yeah. we want to take everything. It's more like, okay, this is what we're doing. How can we give back to you? How can we allow you to rise and thrive mm-hmm. as well? So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Well, <laughs> well thank you again for, for your time. Oh, and you're welcome. Making the trip over the hills and uh, <laughs> to this side of the this side of the world. Um rise to dot health. Yes. Instagram rise exactly to dot same, health yeah. as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And Instagram's probably your main platform. I'd say I guess. so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're on Facebook as well, obviously, because yes. you're on Instagram. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, probably that's the best place yeah. for people to go, right? And yeah. to come to move and, and uh pop in and have a drink and have some food. Yeah. Yeah. Try a class. Oh yeah, we do a um, class and drink offer. So we've got an offer on at the minute. So you pay 15 pounds. It means you get to come along to a class and then you get to have any smoothie of your choice. Oh, I nice. think it's called move and shake, so. Nice. <laughs> Literally can't go wrong with yeah. that, can you? Best of both. Cool. Excellent. All right. Well, nice one. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Thank you Thank so you. much. Cheers. Thanks. You've been listening to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. You can find links to all the episodes and show notes over at danbarkerstudios.com forward slash podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people find the show and connect more people in the region. Thank you very much for your time listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.